this is Mike Dilt with the Relax Back UK show on UK Health Radio, your global real feel-good radio station. On the Relax Back UK show we explore all kinds of health topics, so keep listening and enjoy the ride. and thank you for joining me, Mike Dilk, on this week's Relax Back UK show. My first guest today is Sophie Hayes. She's a specialist nurse with Integro Clinics. They help people suffering from chronic pain, very successfully as it happens. So if those symptoms go unmanaged, they can be incredibly debilitating. If you find a, a care regime or a medication regime that manages them well, keeps them under control, gives you as the patient a bit more control over your life and be able to predict your symptoms and what your triggers are, then you can start to um, stop focusing so much on your condition and start to focus a little bit more on on building your life. They help people with many issues, but the emphasis of our chat today is fibromyalgia and arthritis. Then still with arthritis, Arthur is a social venture started by the charity Versus Arthritis, and we have their MD, Bobby Watkins, and Rian Horlock with us today. Versus Arthritis is the power and the owner of Arthur, but I would say our bosses are the, the, the people in the community. They use the knowledge of people suffering from arthritis to design and source products that really help living with this uh, condition. So please do stay tuned for a great show. Thank you. we crack on with the show today we have this from uk health radio uk health radio the station that makes you feel good how good are vitamin c supplements usually only a small proportion of vitamin c actually reaches your cells and has a positive effect Whereas the high absorption levels of Goldman Laboratories liposomal vitamin C help maintain optimal vitamin C levels in your body and strengthen your immune system. Now get 10% off when you choose Goldman Laboratories liposomal vitamin C capsules. Just quote 10 off at goldmanlaboratories.com. Do you suffer from pain? B-Cure Laser, a home-use CE-approved medical device for the effective treatment of pain, is now available in the UK. The results of a double-blind trial has shown that B-Cure Laser offers a significant reduction in pain compared to the placebo group. To get your special B-Cure offer now, call free on 0808 501 5122 or Google Radio Pro London. B-Cure Laser. B-Cure Laser. The station that makes you feel good. My first guest today is Sophie Hayes. She's a specialist nurse for Integro Clinics. And the topic today is arthritis and fibromyalgia. Now, Integro Clinics are arranging a webinar on both these uh, these diseases. Um, But my first question to Sophie was, why are we talking about these at the same time that surely they're different diseases um so i think because and um, i think a lot of patients who have a fibromyalgia diagnosis or a rheumatoid arthritis diagnosis will know this 
it can take a lot of it can take many years to get a successful diagnosis for either of those things because they share quite a lot of symptoms like fatigue uh chronic pain and specifically like joint pain as well um so and insomnia and the things that go along with chronic pain so there's often a crossover in symptoms so trying to identify which of those diagnoses is correct can take quite a long time okay all right so often uh that's why they 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 go together i I get it i get it um possibly a question i should have asked first off um but i'm going to ask it now anyway because i'm not i'm not totally clear and i suspect a lot of people aren't what is fibromyalgia then So fibromyalgia really, I think, is a sort of umbrella term for a list of symptoms that I think a lot of clinical teams haven't really decided where it lies, whether it's neurological, whether it's sort of uh, immuno, whether it's uh, like rheumatology. Often it's diagnosed by rheumatology, but it's essentially a sort of neurological condition where there's been a change in the central nervous system, which caused like an overexcitable signaling in the brain and the spinal cord. So it's like a good analogy might be that it's often uh, a fire alarm going off where there's no fire. So there's no sort of injury that's occurred in order to um, prompt that pain signaling. But that me- that doesn't mean that patient is still not experiencing pain very real in a very real way. Um, so that's sort of an overview of what it is. There's lots of different, um, like there's no confirmed individual cause for it. Like so it can, it, some people think it could be to do with low levels of serotonin or noradrenaline and dopamine. So it sort of could be hormonal or it could be there's a lot of research that sort of suggests that um, increasing sustained levels of cortisol. So adrenaline or stress hormones sort of caused by traumatic events in people's lives. Right. can also um, can also trigger the condition. So it's a very interesting one um, to look at from a sort of chronic point of view because it's very fibromyalgia itself is very interlinked with mental health um, and that cyclical biopsychosocial model where your chronic pain experience uh, causes poor sleep, poor sleep and chronic pain can cause anxiety and depression. And then those things cause more stress hormones, which means that the, the pain and the other symptoms is felt more acutely. And it's sort of a very a cyclical, circle. it's difficult to sort of break that cycle. Um, yeah. And a lot of patients find that. Okay, so does it tend does fibromyalgia tend to uh, creep up on people in in later life? Then, you know, from the way you described it, 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 it sounds like it might be a disease of you know troubled adults. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's sort of the typical ish age bracket might be between like thirty and forty, but it can happen at any time. I mean, that it, particularly with the link with traumatic events if those traumatic events have happened earlier on in life you might get that diagnosis a little bit earlier because you've had such a high and consistent level of stress hormones going through your body all the time and that right. can that can cause any number of chronic conditions either labeled mental health or uh, physical or uh, rheumatological but it's essentially it can happen at any time okay all right and, and certainly arthritis can happen at any time you know children can get arthritis you know we tend to think of it as an old person's disease but that's absolutely not the case is it yeah and I think that that is um that that's a very important point I think that if there are two there are two there's lots of different types of arthritis but there are two significant one uh, groups where for example osteoarthritis so like the degradation of the collagen in between the um, joints so the the shock absorption basically in between your joints is worn away 
And that does tend to come later on in life as like a natural uh, can be part of the aging process. It happens, interestingly enough, with fibromyalgia and osteoarthritis in particular, more women than men have that experience. So okay. that I don't, but mainly for osteoarthritis, because as women get older, we stop uh, the lower levels of estrogen production mean that that the we our bones take longer to heal that we're not um, we haven't got that protective layer um, in terms of the shock absorption in the collagen as um, as much as men do men seem to be able to maintain that production level quite uh, a much better way so it's interesting that there is that weighted gender bias in both of those conditions okay all right um, now that you've spoken about some of the things that they, they have in common um, mm. different sort so, and you, you mentioned osteoarthritis, uh, rheumatoid arthritis. Just mention that quickly, how that's different. So that's more like, so that it can happen at any age. That's an immuno, uh, that's uh, sort of an immuno, an, an immuno uh, disorder, essentially. That is your body thinks that it's, the body starts attacking itself. So okay. it, the rheumatoid arthritis will have typical symptoms like, uh, again, uh, joint pain fatigue brain fog insomnia but that's and um, so that rheumatoid arthritis is an immuno disorder and therefore often managed with high level uh like strong opioids and immunosuppressants which can have their own complications in itself yes yeah yeah all right and we, we actually we, we've spoken about some of the side effects some of which are quite nasty of uh, pain medication uh, previously mm. we might we might come back to that if, if there's time but just talking about these two issues we're um we're focusing on now you know the arthritis and the fibromyalgia does it tend to be that you know these these diseases you can't cure them you have to manage them more or or, or can you cure them no i think i the I think I'm always, I'm like all healthcare professionals, always careful about using the word cure. There isn't for chronic, the idea of a chronic uh, diagnosis is that that is the implication is that you will be living with those symptoms for the rest of your life. But the how well and how effectively those symptoms are managed has a direct impact on the quality of life you experience. So if those symptoms go unmanaged, they can be incredibly debilitating. If you find a, a care regime or a medication regime that manages them well keeps them under control gives you as the patient a bit more control over your life and be able to predict your symptoms and what your triggers are then you can start to um stop focusing so much on your condition and start to focus a little bit more on on building your life yes yeah no that, and that that's that's the key issue there so what i so for patients that you you treat both for fibromyalgia and arthritis you know do you expect to be able to get them to a situation where, you know, they can get on with their life again? You know, they can go back to work. They can get on with some hobbies. You know, they can do stuff that they would expect to be able to do living a, a, a you know, a fuller life. Yeah, absolutely. I know I've had, um, got a lot with, because of the clinic being sort of cannabis medicine prescribing clinic we and fibromyalgia specifically, Become, falling under this category of of a list of symptoms with an umbrella condition term that we do get to see. Um, I, I personally love seeing the progression that fibromyalgia patients can go through. And, I you know, we've had patients who 
have been on cannabis medicines for two years and two years ago they were um, struggling to maintain um, sort of basic living standards and now you know for example they're going to university uh, mm-hmm. which is fantastic so they actually have that been sounds like to... a specific case yes no that was, it was um, a, a male with young children who had bit, had multiple misdiagnoses and mismanagement early on in their right. um, diagnoses um, journey and actually has now after many years and then two years on cannabis medicines has now gone to university to um to study i think it's marketing or um no. but i may have that wrong but i okay, think that, well, that was that was really exciting yeah no but the fact the fact is they've been able to get on with their lives and do something so yeah let, let me ask so what is the the process if, if a patient with either of these two diseases comes to you at uh, integral clinic what, what's the process they'll go through and what's the likely treatment? So what usually happens is um, patients can self-refer so they can call in the clinic or fill out the contact form on the website. Um, that will then prompt one of the our lovely administration team to send them a sort of consent form that allows us to contact their GP and get their GP records and also uh, a questionnaire to sort of fill out to get a basic understanding of what their expectations are, um, which are then screened by myself to either assess eligibility. And then once they're assessed to be eligible, then they will be I will assign them to the most appropriate consultants. Basically, okay. they'll see the consultant and then the consultant will take their new case to our clinical multidisciplinary team meetings um, where the whole team needs to approve that case to be eligible for a cannabis medicine prescription from that point can i let me just start going. sorry i'm just going to interrupt you which is a bad yeah. habit of mine apologies no. <laughs> you, you, you're talking about eligibility for treatment so mm. what makes a, a, a good candidate for this treatment and, and possibly more more importantly what might make you um, turn someone away? So, so there are two, at least two key contraindications for cannabis medicines. One of them is if you, if you, you yourself or you have a family history of uh, psychosis or schizotype personality disorders, um, because, you know, there is that safety profile for THC in particular, which can have the risk at um, certain strengths or certain doses exacerbate those symptoms. So okay. there's that. So if there's that, that's one contraindication. The other one is uncontrolled cardiovascular diseases. Um, again, because THC um, has a, can have a side effect of, again, at higher doses, but if you're specifically uncontrolled cardiovascular diseases, it can, can contribute to tachycardia. So increased heart rate, arrhythmias, so irregular heart rate. Um, and especially if you're post-surgery as well, that, that post cardiovascular surgery um the recommendation is that you really on over two a two-year minimum gap between your cardiovascular okay. surgery and starting cannabis medicine so your system's got used to its new uh its new valve or its new uh, sort of pathway all right i get it right so you've been accepted on the program mm-hmm. uh what next um, so what will happen is you will have a prescription written for you and then the prescription um, will be delivered to you by um, the pharmacy. So it will come to your home. You review that you can only write because cannabis medicines are in a unlicensed specialist um, category at the moment. You can only write a prescription for a 28 day period, at which point you need to be reviewed by a healthcare professional. So that will either be the consultant until the consultant has deemed you stable on that prescription. And then you move on to nurse reviews from myself 
um, basically. So you're reviewed every month, but you can also, we've got a nurse phone line. So if you have any questions about your medication, you can call me sort of Monday to Friday, nine to five and ask me whatever it is you need to know. Okay. So these, these are medicines that are derived from the, the, sorry, the cannabis plant, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) Now this is again, another horrible question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. It's almost impossible. Uh, Can you give a, a, a summary of what these drugs might do in the body to help both these conditions, fibromyalgia and arthritis? Yeah. So, um, so yes, there's, they are, the medications are derived from the cannabis plant. Sometimes they are, um, the cannabis plant itself. So it looks like what people might consider what, what would be typical of what cannabis, when they first think of cannabis, it comes, it looks like a plant. It will sometimes will prescribe flour as a short acting symptom management. And so they will get flour or they might get oil or they might get a combination of both. So we sort of look at them as long acting and short acting symptom management. Um, but cannabis medicines are quite effective so for example thc in particular can provide um better management of sleep certainly neuropathic pain management that feeling of widespread pain that fibromyalgia is very typical of fibromyalgia this combination of thc and cbds neuropathic pain management and anti-inflammatory and muscle relaxant properties have that are quite effective at managing that widespread pain but also things like THC, again, particularly mood elevation and increased energy levels. So I know a lot of patients will say things like motivation. They use the word motivation when they're talking about having THC as part of their regime because they actually have the energy to get up and do the school run and not have to have naps during the day until their kids come back from school. You know, they can actually go out and have a coffee with someone or do housework. And it sounds like really uh simple things that they're missing out on but they are missing out on them and you realize that if you if, if you, you can't do these things suddenly they're important yeah absolutely absolutely there's a fantastic article i can't remember who it's written by but it's called the spoon theory and it's essentially uh, an an article written by someone with chronic pain is trying to explain to their friends and family how to think about their energy levels and their their capacity for what they're able to do so they say you wake up with five spoons having a shower is one spoon and that leaves you with four. What are you going to do with the other four? And it's sort of to help friends and family identify, you know, if a patient, if someone says come out for dinner with me and they say no, it's because they already use their spoons up, having a shower, making themselves lunch, uh, having to sort of give someone a phone call to sort out benefits or, you know, that every single action takes up a spoon. And I thought it was a really fantastic analogy. Okay. No, but it's it's important to bear in mind that you know life is very different to people that suffer from these things, and it you know yeah. I, we're lucky. <laughs> we're we're yeah, very yeah. lucky. You know, we. Yeah. I, I I don't suffer from fibromyalgia or arthritis, and you know, long may that continue. All right. So the the drugs. What you you mentioned what they might look like. How do you actually take them? You know, when they get sent to you, what what do you actually do with them? So. If we, they're broken down into two categories, long acting and short acting. Long acting symptom management can last for up to six to eight hours in your system in terms of like the effectiveness and symptom management. They can kind of come in the form of like a capsule. So you essentially take it like a tablet, like any other form of medication. It's very familiar format. Or it's a sublingual oil that you administer under the tongue and let the mucosa, the mucosa membranes in your mouth absorb it. That, and so that's one way. And then the other way is at the moment, the only available short acting 
cannabis medicines available are flowers. So that requires um, a purchasing additional equipment. So um, there are two vaporizers that have been um, approved as medical, medically approved devices um, for this mm-hmm. exact purpose. One of them is a Volcano Medic, which is a sort of stationary, quite a large vaporizer that sits at home. Um, and the other one is a called a Mighty Medic, which has gone through, is a portable vaporizer. And essentially you will grind your flour up and put it inside a dosing capsule, which are these little um, metal capsules that hold, we know they hold 0.15 grams. So it's, we can understand the dosing regime for that person. Then you, in, then you put it inside the chamber, put it in a temperature between 180 and 200 degrees, and then you just inhale. And with the Mighty Medic, it's quite good because it will vibrate when that, uh, when the dose in inverted commas is finished. Okay. So then you'll know that you've administered your one dose and then it turns itself off. So that's how you administer those two things. Okay. So that, so the, the you, using the, the thing to heat up the flowers, it sounds like that's quite a, potentially a time consuming process. It's not a case of just taking a pill and getting on with your day. Well, I think that's the thing. I think there's, because there's two groups of patients that approach the clinic, one of them would be what we consider expert patients, so patients who are very familiar with that process of Mm -hmm. uh, processing and administering flower medications. They've been doing it for decades. Um, So actually, a lot of them uh, have no problem with it. But some people who've, you know, approached the clinic and never come across cannabis flowers or administering that in that way, it's quite, if you've got tremors or sort of issues with dexterity or joint pain, for example, or poor eyesight, that can be quite a complex process. But in my experience so far, I think that particularly with fibromyalgia and rheumatoid arthritis, so immuno, uh, like the immuno disorders, having balanced oils, so t- the equal amount of THC and CBD, seems to be one of the most, not only most effective, but cost-effective ways of managing symptoms. So it's not always necessary to have this short-acting flower medication. Right. Okay. All right. Um, on a slightly different topic, I've heard in, in the media, you know, there, there's a lot of, you can buy CBD over the counter, you know, you, you need lozenges and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've heard on, on the news and various social media that actually the contents of these things is variable. You know, it, it can be quite difficult to, get uh, these things that actually have the what they say on the label is not necessarily in in the thing you're taking but is that how do you ensure that the the medicines you're getting and, and passing on to patients are, have you know really good quality control and you really know what's in it so I think that's because that's a really important distinction. And I think from doing the role I do, I think I, I tend to make that very clear to patients that CBD, CBD in itself, the research around CBD, it can be an effective anti-inflammatory, anxiolytic. There's lots of potential for CBD itself to be helpful for these conditions. But over-the-counter products are still considered food supplements. They're not required to be um they're not standardized they're not required to meet pharmaceutical grade standards Mm. so they you don't know the strength you don't know the quality and unfortunately that's they're still considered food supplements and that's the standard they have to meet if you're going to get it prescribed cannabis medicines produced by uh, companies that produce medications they have to meet eu gmp standards they have to be mahri approved they have to be um, you know, in this country, we've got quite a rigorous process in terms of making sure that pharmaceuticals are produced at a particular grade. And that's so the companies that are producing cannabis medicines must meet those standards. And that's right. what makes them a medicine rather than a supplement. 
Okay, now that's, that's, that's an important point. I mean, it, it sounds like actually, uh, if you get medicine and it's prescribed to you, it will be what what it says on the label will be what's in the medicine, uh, and that's exactly. that's the end of the story pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Okay. No, that, that, no, that, that's that's good to know. I was I was keen to ask that later. Right. So I know you have uh, some approaching webinars that are aimed at people that suffer from both from fibromyalgia and arthritis to give them more information. I mean, we've had a, a little. 20 minute chat but I'm sure there'll be lots more info and many more questions that people have um tell us about these these approaching webinars because I'm sure people can ask questions on the webinars it's a bit of a two-way thing so I'm I, I can imagine people being quite interested in getting involved so yeah what are the details about those yeah so I think so essentially we've done quite a few webinars on different conditions but this one was because it's so complex uh, we decided to break it down into sort of two parts so the first webinar will be on the 2nd of November in the evening and that is going to be sort of more of a teaching style session so we're going to have a talk by uh, Dr Ethan Russo who's an American neurologist who has actually done I think extensive extensive research one of the top um, researchers or uh, clinicians in this area in the world who've been looking at fibromyalgia and cannabis medicines and the theory that there could be um, the cannabis medicines are supplementing a deficit in the endocannabinoid system and that could be why fibromyalgia even exists so I think that that is going to be really fascinating and we've also got uh, and then we'll have another talk by Dr Anthony Orman who's a senior pain consultant at Integro Clinics who's got extensive experience uh, like 20 to 30 years worth of experience managing chronic pain he set up a the chronic pain clinic at the uh, Royal Free Hospital about 30 years ago um so he is going to and he's has seen a lot of fibromyalgia patients through integro clinics so we'll have a lecture by him as well sort of looking at case studies so that will be a teaching session which again will have uh, question and answers at the end then the second uh, event is going to be on the 9th of november and that's sort of more of a round table talking about the patient experience of fibromyalgia so we've got um, we'll have Dr. Anthony Oldman on there as um, on that round table. We'll also have the Dr. Leon Barron, who's a GP with particular interest in uh, pain and cannabis medicines. We've also got um, Mary Biles, who is the author of the CBD book. So she has a lot of extensive research on CBD in particular. And then we'll have three patients. Um, so Gillian Flood is a fantastic a uh, patient who has um, got both fibromyalgia and PTSD. So she's representing an organization called PLEA, um, which is a patient-led uh, campaign group for cannabis medicines. Um, there's also Anne-Marie Bard, who is a very recent cannabis patient um, with fibromyalgia, who is a dentist, actually, so a qualified doctor, dentist. So there's her point of view. And also Stephen Spencer, who is a longtime cannabis medicine advocate, who um, actually was the individual who went to university. So actually, the, okay. he's going to be talking about his experience as well. So it's this it's the idea is to have this discussion about the real lived experience and to also talk to the clinicians about how they manage that experience and also how they manage that conversation about cannabis medicines should patients say you know I've heard this or read this or my friend has recommended this because that's really vital that conversation and again you'll be able to ask questions of all of those panelists at the end of that session as well. Right. So how do people sign up if they want to sign up for this webinar presumably there's a, a, a website or how does that work? Uh, yes, yeah, so you can. Um, it will be on our website, integroclinics.com, simply. Um, okay. And you can sign up for the event. Um, and 
basically it, it's free to sign up. So you will literally sign up for the, via the Eventbrite link and then you can, um, uh, then you'll get all the reminders and then you'll be able to access it on the actual dates. Excellent. All right. That sounds like a very useful thing for lots of people. So Sophie, thank you very much indeed for chatting. Thank you. Oh, I did forget. They are also going to be on our Facebook socials as well. So if you don't find them on the website, do look at the Facebook uh, and Instagram and Twitter socials as well. Thank you very much for having me, Mike. It's been a pleasure. We will very shortly continue with the show. But first, this from UK Health Radio. UK Health Radio. The station that makes you feel good. Galar Light is the quantum energy emitted from the universe, from the sun and stars. Now, Tom Palladino, a humanitarian and scalar light researcher, has created the world's only scalar light healing system, a system that can bring long-distance healing and wellness to humans, pets, and plants via a photograph. Get your free 15-day trial now at scalarlight.com or click on the Scalar Light banner on the UK Health Radio website. Shields like masks are top of mind right now. But did you know you have inner armor working constantly to protect you from pathogens? It keeps you healthy and thriving. It's your immune system. Ion Gut triggers the body's natural ability to support gut strength all year long, so your immune system can protect you when you need it the most. How are you treating your inner armor? Visit uk.ionbiome.com to learn more. Ion Gut. Protect what protects you. UK Health Radio. The station that makes you feel good. Hi, and thank you very much for staying with the Relax Back UK show. My next guests are Bobby Watkins and Rian Harlock from Arthur, which is a social venture uh, company started by the charity Versus Arthritis. And my first question to them really was, what is Arthur all about? Arthur's built on years of research from Versus Arthritis, uh, the charity who, you know, identified the, the you know, people living with musculoskeletal or arthritis type conditions um, really are poorly served with product based uh, solutions. So basically, they had lots of people calling the helpline. They followed up that up with some research to just just see that there wasn't a solution out there. And what do we mean? We mean, you know, products were either not fit for purpose or that they were designed in a way that were stripping away dignity for people living with MSKs. So, you know, and they, they were inspired by that. And, you know, the vision, the vision of Arthur is to fix that market issue uh, okay. and to provide products and solutions that are functionally ideal and uh, work um, and a beautiful product that add to life rather than strip away dignity. So at our, at our very core, that's that's what Arthur is. So so it's a company that sprung out of the charity called Versus Arthritis based on their sort of years of, of talking to people that are suffering from arthritis and musculoskeletal issues in general. Is that, that that's pretty Absol much it? Is it? Absolutely correct. So... You know, so we we're very much part of the versus arthritis group, but we operate like a a startup with the power of a really 
invested um, sponsor, as it were, in terms of versus arthritis. And, you know, so, th so th the charity helps us in tons of ways, not just the investment to, to start, but also uh, in terms of insight, in terms of sort of guiding our language, let's say, making sure we're appropriate to the people we're trying to serve in terms of in terms of the customers. Um, okay. And pr pr probably it's worth saying at this point, and how that connection works in the medium term is all of our uh, excess profits go back to the charity for them to carry on the amazing stuff that they do, Mike. So, I mean, there's no there's no sort of fat cat investor that's taking dividends or any of that type of stuff. It is literally a social venture set about solving some needs and providing a positive impact and also a revenue stream for the charity over the medium term. Yeah. OK, so Bobby, so you're you're running the, the company, Arthur. Uh, what, Rian, what, what's your involvement? Hi, Mike. So, yeah, I'm the strategic program manager for physical activity at Versus Arthritis. So, um, as Bobby said, we do a huge amount of research and insight, and, and a lot of that is linked to physical activity. We've got a huge amount of uh, research that exercise is one of the best ways that people with arthritis and musculoskeletal conditions can feel good and lead a healthy and happy life. Uh, right. So I lead on the physical activity program at the charity. Right. So movement is good. And presumably a lot of the products that Arthur is uh, developing or, or bringing on promote this movement that you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. We're feeding in that insight. And uh, we've we've been gathering a lot more insight during lockdown as well, because we know that since the, the pandemic, people have been experiencing a reduction in their physical exercise, cancellations of GP and physio appointments. So lots of people with MSK conditions have experienced a deterioration in their physical health. Um, right. So we're, we're supporting them as a charity, obviously, through Arthur, but also through our programmes as well. OK, so well, let's let's sort of pursue that one a little bit. During lockdown, obviously, a lot of people have been working from home or they've been at home a little bit more. So what's the issue? Have we sort of slid into bad habits? So we, we, we this with this concept, uh, Mike, we refer to as home office hunch so if you if you visualize yourself sort of sat on a sofa with your laptop uh you know doing your work as it were you know tons of people are experiencing direct consequences of sort of working in a in a way that's just not ergonomically okay uh, friendly you know and you know so I, must we, admit, I, I heard this phrase the home office hunch and i thought what is this is this the the latest method that a minister from the government has uh, cooked up for keeping out migrants from crossing the <laughs> channel or something. Yeah, no, no, not at all. It's just, it's just as a direct output of the research that we, that we've done, you know, we, you know, four, four out of five desk workers uh, who've, who've had to work from home during lockdown are experiencing back, neck or shoulder pain. You know, it's massive numbers. And, uh, and, you know, it's, so it's a very real thing. And, as a as a business that's been sort of established to try and fix a market in the sense of providing product based solutions to people, you know we're 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 all over it trying to trying to say you know initially we're trying to say look be careful dear dear everybody uh, you know really look after your sort of uh, musculoskeletal uh, condition that you're experiencing you know and, and by the way here here's some stuff that might help. Uh, yes, uh, yeah, that we've been working on. So right. I, I'm going to get you to uh, 
shortly explain about some of the, the actual uh, products and some of the okay. things you're developing, how that all works. But first, let this this lack of movement, can yeah. the lack of movement or sitting in the wrong way, can that cause arthritis or can it just, if, you, if you're a sufferer already, make it worse and sort of make the pain worse? Which way around does it go? It's a bit of both, Mike. So um, with with the, the rush transition to working from home and people working longer hours, sitting at their desks, hunched over the laptop, that has a significant impact on musculoskeletal health. Um, people are complaining about exercise, uh, back, neck, shoulder pain. Uh, but then on the, the flip side, for people who have our arthritis and MSK conditions, some of them will have been shielding during lockdown and the pandemic has made their conditions significantly worse, but also not just their physical health, but their their emotion, their mental health as well. We're oh. receiving reports as a charity of people being lonely, isolated, anxious. Their motivation has gone right down. Um, their opportunities to be active has gone down as well. People are digitally excluded. The, the gyms, the leisure centres are closed. So uh, there's a high level of inactivity. There was before the pandemic, but it's been significantly increased because of that. So, yeah, it's quite alarming, really, um, the, yeah. the practical and the emotional side. Well, I actually, I'm sure I read somewhere or heard somewhere the number of people that were actually working from bed. Now, <laughs> that doesn't seem like a good plan, uh, at, you know, uh, at any time, I, I, I have to say. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming uh, you're suggesting working from bed is not a good idea. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Work, to be honest, work, working from bed, even working from a sofa without the right, the right sort of setup, you know, I, I, I would I would say that everybody working from home or even going back to an office needs to really think about um, you know is 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 my solution fit you know there's a responsibility on employers uh, I'd say to uh, to make sure that everybody's setup is absolutely appropriate for for you know for working long hours but we can't miss the point that the Rian's mentioning which is you know exercise getting up and about moving around you know one of the challenge with challenges working from home mike is we 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 tend to get very comfortable and stay in our situation for longer and probably work longer hours as well you know i, I certainly certainly am guilty of that right okay so let's talk nitty nitty gritty gritty nitty real details of the kind of give us an example some examples of the sort of equipment the sort of help uh, that you can provide? Yeah, so we, we focus on the needs of people with arthritis, as we, as we say. So it ranges from everything from entering the door of your home. Some people have real challenges turning the key, uh, you know, getting up and down off the loo with a really beautiful product, boiling a cup of tea without risking, you know, scolding yourself if you've got some challenges sort of holding. Yeah. What's uh, the equipment for helping getting up and down off the loo? Sorry, what 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 is the equipment that helps you get up and off? Yeah, the loop? yeah, okay, yeah, cool, great ideas. Uh, question. So the um, so we looked at looked at everything that was out there on the market. And what people were, people were telling us uh, was that actually the solutions that they have they're really embarrassed about more than anything. So right. there's a lot. There were a number of functional, and there are a number of functionally okay products on the market, but they really look like they were developed in a 1950s hospital environment very winged arms and you know look, look like a very medical product or 
Worse still, uh, they look like a child's potty put on top of a normal toilet. So what we what we designed, what Adam uh, designed actually, he was uh, is a product that really slides over a normal loo, uh, and it looks ju- it just looks like a slightly taller toilet. So if you open my downstairs loo and you saw that saw the toilet that's in there, you wouldn't notice any difference. You might if you're really paying attention say, oh that's a bit higher than a normal loo, but you probably wouldn't. Um, right. And it's a beautiful product. It's it's literally an extension of the furniture of the home. Um, so what we're trying to do with this product is, yes, it's functionally brilliant, but also it's a beautiful product. So, you know, so, someone's not going to spend a lot of money on their bathroom and then put something in there that they're then embarrassed about or want to take away as soon as visitors come. This is a, you know, so and that that's a, a really good, good example of everything that we're looking to do. We're trying to solve the functional challenges, but uh but also make it beautiful and then thinking about actually working from i'll give you a second a second example so and in this case we're working with a third party uh company that have designed a product brilliant company in scotland called g-hold and what g-hold focus on is how do you hold uh, computing devices or how do you think about standing up while you're doing some of your video calls and stuff at home so you're naturally you've created a rhythm of getting up and down rather than assuming the position sitting in your seat all day sort of stuff and they've designed this product so that they're so easy to to hold you know a tablet for an hour or two and automatically your, your hands relax you don't feel like you're gripping the the tablet or the phone for for that matter or you or they've got the solution where you hang it you know on a picture hook and, and you know in, in your room and you you do you do your call sort of and it's very natural uh, to right. do it so you know, so in some cases we design the solution, like the toilet example I just mentioned. In other cases, we work with brilliant people uh, who've done those designs, and, and pretty much, you know, all a hundred of our products that we've currently got live on our site are UK inspired. So almost all are made in the UK. Some are made in uh, a few countries in Western Europe. So you know, we're trying to minimise all of the sort of, you know, the, the sort of journey distance for for the deliveries and all that sort of stuff but but really what we're able to do is be very intimate with the people who are running the design uh part of those organizations so we can go backwards and forwards with our critical advisors and get changes made to be fit for purpose uh type of stuff so yeah i mean the whole process sounds perfect because i i certainly uh, in another life I, I i come across people that make uh, office furniture and chairs for people with bad backs and quite often it seems to be a, a furniture company that, you know, is quite happy making chairs and then suddenly thinks, right, we better try and make something for people with bad backs. Um, but you guys have this massive uh, resource of sufferers from musculoskeletal issues that you know quite well that you can tap into and find out exactly what they want and what they need. Uh, absolutely. So we, we have on we have on point um, a customer uh, champion who has been living with arthritis since since she was two and she's the lady that really works with the community to make sure that everything comes from their needs backwards we 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 don't we don't do anything zero of let's say factory forward style stuff which i think is what you're sort of describing um you know if our community do not sign off on a product uh we do not we do not bring it to market so uh you know they are you know, versus arthritis is the power and the owner of Arthur, but I would say our bosses are the, the, the people in the community. Right. So do you have an in-house 
product research team as well or do you how, how does that part you mentioned that yeah, you work yeah. closely with uh, researchers in in other companies but in-house as well yeah so we have a head of design that came from lego um and uh what what he does is he he basically looks at the feedback that's coming from the community and and we try and we try and work on you know roughly three three different sort of directions one direction might be you know we we see a gap there isn't a solution out there after we've looked looked at the market and seen if there's anything serving the need appropriately and then we'll look to develop that product ourselves uh, so adam would engage with a uh, a designer externally or do the design himself but essentially you work as a sort of collaborative team right. it might adam's, be your, adam's your guy from lego is he he's a lego guy yeah right yeah uh, the or or it could be that the you know we we've identified some stuff out there in the market mike that just needs improving so we'll have that discussion go you know we, we have i wouldn't say we have suppliers we more have sort of collaborators so we're really engaging oh. with people as part of an ecosystem rather than you know we buy a product off you because you've got a good product we get really quite deeply involved in that stuff so an example of that would be we've got a long hot water bottle which is an alpha branded product so we've made a few sort of development changes that our, our community have sort of said that they they would like and it just enables people to tie the product on themselves so they can sort of soothe their soothe part of their body whilst they're carrying on typing away at their desk type type of stuff rather okay, than right. having to hold a hot water bottle in in position all the time and in the third area a bit like the, the g hold example i gave you a second ago where we've got a third party brand who've already developed something brilliant we don't need to change it it's it's perfect our our and our um, community say it's perfect and we we sell it under their brand we don't we don't feel the need to to you know put the alpha label on everything i'd say i'd say on the one side we are a product brand business but i'd say more fundamentally we're an ecosystem to provide solutions for people with arthritis or river msks and it you know we're very relaxed if it's a third-party brand that solves that perfect i mean the core focus is solving the uh, solving the issue yeah and how do potential customers get involved i mean can they try these things out before they buy them because often that's kind of a useful thing to do but if, if you're working online if potentially difficult to set up how does it actually work yeah so uh i mean a few things i mean you'll, you'll start to see us appearing in nationally famous retailers uh pretty soon uh, mainstream uh retailers that uh, our customers will be able to shop with as they do their everyday stuff you know what we're really trying to do is position alpha products and solutions as an everyday purchase rather than you having to necessarily go to a mobility or a disability type of environment to be sure. able to shop for the product um anybody can contact us on alpha.com that's www.arthr so alpha without the u uh, alpha.com you can see all the products there you can chat with us live uh, on the web and there's a phone number there we man a phone line during sort of working hours give us a call uh, and we'll go through uh, we'll go through your challenges in terms of the sort of try before you buy uh, question we we've approached it in another way um we we say to our customers if you're ever not happy just send the product back right. um, we don't we don't you know we don't limit our customer to 14 days distance selling rules we don't limit them to any time period actually because ultimately we want them to be super pleased with the, the experience that they've got and as i say our our ratings on our 
our site are 9.1 out of 10, which is pretty good. So 91% sort of being super, super happy. It doesn't mean that we've got 9% that are unhappy. It just means that, you know, people are prepared to say, look, I'm, I'm really pleased. That's amazing. And if you look on other websites, uh, not just in terms of our product area, you know, getting anything over eight out of 10 as an average is a real challenge for a, for a business. So we're really pleased with, with that. But yeah, if anyone reaches out to us on alpha.com, that'd be great. Okay. Well, it, it sounds like you've certainly set up something um, with a great deal of thought with the whole objective to help people that are suffering from musculoskeletal issues. So good luck with it. It sounds like a, a, a fantastic uh, venture to me. Uh, yeah, so I wish you the best of luck. And thank you very much indeed, Bobby and Rune, for chatting. Great. Thanks, Mike. Thank you very much to my guests on this week's show. And they were Sophie Hayes from Integro Clinic and Bobby Watkins and Rian Horlock from Arthur. And of course, thank you to you for listening. That was the Relaxed Back UK show with me, Mike Dill. Thank you for listening and please do join us again next time.